If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. It looks like I forgot my mug again. Oh, I've got the wrong oh. mug. It's CDS 956. I got. All right, that's a good one. Okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, it looks like also the uh, the the embedded artwork didn't embed on the, uh, on the on the prep and the slice post I made. So just fucking shit is just falling apart here. Shit I hate like Telegram so finicky about embedding or not. For a while, it wasn't embedding shit from TRS and NJP, and now it does it again. But it, it just annoys me. I wish me uh, I wish Telegram would just uh, would just disintegrate and never load on anyone's phone ever again. That would make me happy. That's what I wish. A lot of this shit. My favorite thing is like problems. my favorite th- my favorite thing is like all these uh, CIA's of supporters using this like Russian this like Russian Fed app. Uh, well, I like the fact that feds. because of Joel Davis's poll, we know exactly how many of them there are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw there was like seventy. Where would we be without Joel Davis views. taking bait all day long? Oh, that's some nice bait. Wait, that's not how he talks, is it? Is he's Aussie, isn't he? I don't he is Australian. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never actually. He doesn't talk like he, a fucking. He, he's more autistic than Ranbot, yeah. though. Ranbot, Ranbot's funny, and Joel Davis is just kind of autistic. Well. I'm only saying that because of the poll about the Greg Johnson-Mark Khaled debate where last I saw 3,000 votes and Mark was up 70-30. So that uh. would mean like 900 or so shills, Azov shills on Telegram. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Unless, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. That was like almost like a day. Yeah, I saw some people, do, I saw some people reacting to that. There's no way in hell I'm going to sit down and watch that though. Like there's... There's really nothing. Well, yeah, no. The I only mean, thing the only thing you can learn from Greg Johnson is if you haven't already figured out that he's a total fraud. The more you listen to him talk, the more you'll. I mean, there's more. See, there's that, that's, there's that's more. Why I turned it off. There's more. I turned it off. There's more intellectual rigor in that song I wrote, where I just spell the the n word over and over again. Like, there's more intellectual <laughs> substance to that song than anything that guy's ever said. Why? Because mm-hmm. the n end tower song doesn't doesn't lead an end around reach around to defending faggots from. Or like right. theory, I mean, theory selling about what is and isn't white nationalism. It's just like right. See, this is bullshit. my problem with what uh, ulti- the, the approach he was taking in that debate and the approach he takes generally. Now, I didn't watch the debate, but I did mm-hmm. hear other people talking about it yeah. and what they said the was not arguments he was making. So yes, granted, this is hearsay. Nato I don't is watch inherently pro-white, said Kermit the Frog. Uh, that's see, that's <laughs> stupid. Okay, <laughs> that's that is stupid. like one of the most retarded things you could say. What, but what if I, I, I do want to react to this. What if I create, uh, I, I take a concept, right? Theory and I say that th- this thing falls under this concept, right? Right. Like Russia falls under Just this like category. Just like stated. And then right. I create my own particular category, my own definition of this category. So you're, by, you're theory yeah, self-hagging. Theory self-hagging. And now I, I, I can just straw man your position <laughs> into being something it's really not. Right, which is like not, why can't you debate the, the issue on it? This is why I said I wouldn't debate. Because um, I, if I, this is pretty annoying, huh? 
All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Brightstuff.biz slash paywall. I can't agree on common categories with you, common reference points, and, and the same really reality. Then there's no point because you're just going to try and do like choose your own Ukraine or choose your own imperialism or whatever, choose your own whatever. And not actually, this is again, like it's very similar to when people want to debate on the Holocaust and everyone except Matthew Cockrell backs out as soon as I say, well, I need to see all your evidence up front. Um, so I can examine what you're saying because I'm not going into this debate blind where you can like spring something on me. Right. Um, similarly, if I were to debate Greg Johnson, I'd say, well, I need your definitions. I, mean, I need whatever definitions you're going to work from up front. But then I'd say, since we don't agree on these definitions, it's actually pointless to debate. Um, because if you think NATO is pro-white, then like, frankly, I, I think you're a lunatic and I can't even talk to you because that's such, it's like going back and having to argue that is so, is like, is like not even worth it because it's prima facie, like not fucking true. And, um, when you say you're a Zionist again, like, and you say like white nationalists should be Zionists cause he said this type of thing. Um, and it's very similar to when Ramsey Paul said he was a Zionist and they say it for basically the same reason. And here's my problem with that. These people are treating white nationalism as an abstract, mm -hmm. as all nations, all peoples should have uh, a nation. Everybody should have their own nation. Two questions. Okay, if that's true, what about the Palestinians? And if that's true, do 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 Jews do Jews respect that concept? Because Jews do not respect that concept. So I want to deny Jews a nation because Jews want to deny me a nation. So I treat like for like. I treat Jews the way they treat me. They want to deny me a nation. I want to deny them a nation. So I want to destroy Israel. Okay, the state of Israel should be destroyed, mm -hmm. and the Palestinians <laughs> should get that land. That is my position. Because the Palestinians, as far as I know, have no intentions on denying me a white homeland, nor do they have any capability to do so even if they did. So it doesn't matter. Um, but Jews do. So this saying I'm a Zionist is just like, what is the point? What Jew is impressed by that? What Jew thinks, oh, wow, well, maybe I should, th th maybe I should think twice about my position well, of denying white people if, a nation. If, if we're talking about uh, uh, promoting nationalism for, for every little nation state, exactly how is siding with NATO going to accomplish that? That's a very good point. So if you're, if you're, this is, this is another point where if you're, if you're anti-imperialism, if you are anti-small countries being under the sway of big countries, you would have to sit this conflict out because ultimately – Ukraine is going to be part of one or another power block. In fact, it's probably just going to be split in half or split apart where part of it goes with Russia. I mean, obviously, Russia's claimed part of it, so that's not going back. And NATO will claim whatever they can hang on to at the end of the day. But there's no independent Ukraine. That's not on the table. So if you're arguing for small nation independence, again, not on the table in the real world. It's just the same as when... Five years ago, we went to protest Donald Trump's missile strikes on Syria, and the freaking anarchists came out, the Antifa came out to challenge us, and we started making fun of them, saying that they were Trump supporters, which got them really fucking mad. We were calling them pro-war, pro-Trump supporters and everything because we were protesting Trump's missile strikes on Syria. And later on that night, Mike Isaacson, who was there, that Jew with the pencil neck, skinny neck, he gets, oh, yeah. he's on the news. 
because a reporter comes to him and they're like, so, you know, they actually asked him a reasonable question, which is like, these guys are saying they're against the missile strikes. Are you guys for the missile strikes? What is your position on this? And he's like, they actually say they support Assad. They, 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 was, we were openly saying we support the Assad government, which I do. So they asked him, they're like, these guys support the Assad government are against the missile strikes. What's your position? And say, what he said is, we support full communism in Syria. That's like Greg Johnson saying, like, I support an independent Ukraine. It's somebody who's not living in reality and is, is taking a, just a delusional position out of, like, pure ideology. Let's just start with communism here first and then just, like, what, what, what do you have to well, say? Full communism in Syria just isn't on the table. Right. What's on the table is either, like, Syria wins, either, like, the Zog West wins and, and destabilizes Syria, the Bashar Assad government is overthrown, or the Bashar Assad government stays in power. Those are the two options. Yeah, and how, how, they, how, how does how does deposing him lead to full communism right. exactly? Yeah, either yeah, well, they, it doesn't. But they they were they the the thing is they're just foot soldiers for Jews and and they're like, just fucking dumbass idiots that are gaslit and then doing Jews work for them. But saying we want Bashar to go down, well, the only way Bashar goes down is when America and Israel take him down and using ISIS as their proxy and Syria becomes a a a country riven. Like torn apart by civil war, death, misery, suffering. I mean, that was already happening there, but it just gets worse. Refugees flowing into Europe, the whole thing. It just becomes another. It, it's just another state in the Middle East that's completely destroyed and wrecked. And there's no full communism coming. So that's all you get if Bashar Assad loses. You just get a much worse situation than if he wins. So him winning is the moral position. It's the better position. So why then? And of course, when he wins. He's not going to be little Syria independent nationalism for Syrians. No, he's going to be sheltering under the wing of Vladimir Putin. That's just how it works in the world. And, you know, the Syrians at least seem to accept this and are like, thank you for giving us uh, military aid and coming in fighting ISIS and fighting these uh, pro-Israel, pro-Zog troops with us. So, like, it's just it wouldn't you have to you have to live in reality. You know, you have to live in reality. And the reality is, no, 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 no. Like I could smuggle in premises into my argument <laughs> that, that, that subtly change the battlefield so that everything is in my favor. Well, I'll just make everything into an abstraction, and I'll deny that there's a real world struggle here going on at all. I mean, you know? uh, imperialism well, is is bad. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. Add because it, it results in multiculturalism because you end up taking okay. regions and then you have to incorporate that into your empire. And therefore, that is the same as, as, as global homogaplex. That's, that's, that's bad for, for white people. Well, again, you don't. Well, here's, here's, here's a refutation of that. What does Russia really do? Has Chechnya been overcome with non-Chechen multiculturalism? No. In fact, when Chechnya was getting overrun by foreigners coming in and causing problems was when they were being when, when Zog, when America and Israel were taking a side and sending Al-Qaeda fighters in to destabilize the Chechen government. When they sided with Russia to drive those people out, now they have a, Chech, a small, tiny little Chechen nation state. It's about a million and a half people. The Russians pump $10 billion into their capital city, and it's a purely Chechen state where they practice their own version of Sufi Islam, unobstructed from the Kremlin. 
So they seem to have made out well by siding with Russia. The story well, that's the, what actually so so yeah, there's a d- yeah, direct refutation the, of what Greg is the saying. way this argument works. We have to do subdivisions of white people because obviously we're not talking about Russia taking over Somalia and then incorporating Somalia into the greater Russian Empire and moving Somalians back into Russia. Like we're talking about white states, right? So right. for me to accept that the argument that, the, that this is this imperialism is bad as multiculturalism would require me to create uh, new distinctions around these these obviously white racial categories. Oof. And be like, well, you, you can't have, right. you can't have, like, for example, uh, Scotland, Ireland, and England all meshed together into into one state, nation state, because these are these are completely different types of white people. Not really, but like, but yeah, they, I mean, they supported. I remember when they were all supporting Scottish independence, which I actually was neither here nor there on, because the Scottish Independence Party was actually an extreme leftist, like pro EU party. Which is again another problem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when you support you support Brexit because you hate the EU because you don't like you know big big things oppressing small things, but then you support Scottish Independence Party in their bid for Scottish independence from Britain because it breaks up the British Empire, but then also Scotland is I love all this to join hand, the EU I just, I love this as hand, an independent country. I love this hand waving and smokescreen over the fact that you're just rooting for America to win a violent war. That you're rooting for. Right. I mean, yeah. that's well, this, exactly. this is all bullshit. None of this matters. You're just you're rooting for the Jews to go on another military adventure and win. That's what you're rooting for. You're rooting for the Jews to the Jews to run America to be also running the international uh, energy market to be able to fuck with it to be able to speculate on it. And you you want that to keep going. You don't want there to be a competitor. You want for so I I guess maybe. The best case scenario for good faith in this discussion would be you're hoping you want America as Zog to hold on to its singular grip on world power in the hopes that one day we'll be able to take it over as it is and have that there when we get there. I don't think that's possible. This is possibly because you're still delusional about Donald Trump or some reform coming from the Republican Party, which I, I still don't understand. Like after all we've been through, and after we've all like Greg Johnson has been Greg Johnson has, has been there longer than we have doing this stuff. He should know better. He probably does know better. But like this is a good way to. I mean, I hate to throw this around as people throw it at us, but it's like it's a good way to to get donations and fund your lifestyle based on like there not being a struggle. The struggle is, you know, getting through the next whatever book you're going to go do or whatever movie you're going to watch and do a review on. It's just, it's just right. totally disingenuous. I mean, and it's oh, just wait, basically... you, just, you just made me remember something that has me oh. enraged. Uh, at one point last night in his opening statement, Greg Johnson said, imagine if America was a combination of an Indian reservation and West Virginia, that's what Russia's like. That sounds better than America right now. And I'm like, so I'm like, okay, yes, fine. What is your problem with West Virginia? Is it that you're a snobbish little effete yes. homosexual yes, and you, it is. you look down on West Virginia? It is. West Virginia is 95% white. Additionally, if America was a white country with Indian reservations, this would be fine with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because legit, like the Indians were here. We took the land. We beat them in wars. And I'm fine with them having reservations. What the fuck is wrong with that? I, I was just very immediately struck by this snobbish fucking elitism. Mm-hmm. Like – just, it's like, just, just regurgitating a, a liberal stereotype about West Virginia. But it's also – it's like what, why – Has he never heard like, country roads? You, do you understand how attractive West Virginia with an Indian reservation sounds compared to America You just have today? to figure out what to do about the Indian <laughs> reservation. People, that's all. I, I spent a lot of time in West Virginia. West Virginia is fucking gorgeous. Beautiful. 
I like West Virginia. I like West Virginia. I mean, I I don't, but it's like what? Why is also why is like, that worse? All, seriously, for, why is that worse than what America is right now? Also, how is that possibly worse for all like the all the grandstanding about like white lives? And, and at least the Indians are on a reservation. And all the grandstanding about people dying in the war. It's like, well. Why are you supporting sending more Ukrainians to a meat grinder? I saw yeah, I, somebody shared the other day. There was so many nonsense. layers. There were so many layers to how dumb this was that I kept thinking about it and coming up. It was a little. It was a little. It was a two-frame uh, comic. It was you, Mike. It was you giving a speech, an NJP speech. Uh, you were saying something pro-Russia. I can't remember what. Something about white lies. And 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 the the guy responded was I like. Say- no, no, no! This is just a comic. You're not, it's nothing you ever actually said. It was strawmanning you. But someone, someone asked you, well, wh- what about Ukrainian lives? Except for not Ukrainian, Ukrainian lives, though, right? And then you, like, in the in the thing, like, you flip out. You're like, what did a Jew ask you to say that? Are you a Jew? Like, like all the Jews, like, the first thing to me is like, well, people that want the the war to end are doing more to protect Ukrainian lives than anybody else. And in fact, I believe you said it at the beginning, the worst thing for this was for the country to become. A meat grinder, and there would be lives That's, lost. On I've always said both that sides. The, people wasting the sad Ukrainian thing is, lives is America. Ukra- Ukrainians are being used as cannon fodder by Jewish, by right. American Jewish masters. That, and it's sad and it's bad because yes. basically, they, through this, uh, through 2014, the uh, the coup and the terror campaign. After that, everyone has been in each other's throats. People have been losing lives, lives because of yeah. this, uh, this, this Jewish foreign policy where we're, we're trying to keep Russia at bay, basically mostly over right. oil and stuff. And it's disgusting. And to imply that, like, that's what you're you're about, just like that we're. And then I'm just like, you know what you should do? You should, uh, my first reaction, like this comment, this comic is so easy to end before because you can just you can do the exact opposite, except for Russian lives, right? And, and then I remember, like, oh wait a minute, the people who argue on that side of the conflict, they don't have an NJP, they don't have a chairman, they don't have a stage where this would be said from, they don't have a meeting that people are participating in, they don't have. Uh, an attempt at at uh, at actual political change like we do through the NJP. So you can't do a no you version of the comic either because all you have again is it's not a real struggle. It's an abstraction. It's pretend. It's play play pretend politics. You're just sitting in the background doing nothing and basically just standing in the way of people that are doing more than you. So it was a Green Johnson thing. and Brandon Martinez are the only two people that will show their face that take this position. I'll at least give them credit for that. But they'll show it at home. Not, they'll no show it on, else, on, no what, on Omegle. This position will show their face. They don't show the face, but they don't lead anybody. They don't call anybody. That's to come, true. They don't call anybody to but, come but be but with them and make. They call. To they, the point, well, though. I just want to keep. Stay, I'm going to say with the people that are doing this, they don't have anything. They're not right. working on anything. Nothing. They're just throwing words around and trying to discourage you from being a part of something. That's what this all yeah. fucking runs towards. This is all. Zog, right, this is a right. zog. This is all zog fud. They're working for the enemy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and saying like they don't have an the alternative. Ukrainian lives thing is very disingenuous. I've, there have been people that have been, you know, they have attacked us for saying that we were like we like laugh when Ukrainians die. It's not true. You don't laugh when Ukrainians die. Um, the the thing is, it's like you probably, possibly are we the like only hundred thousand any, <clears throat> Did anybody did anybody else have anything to say about that poor truck driver? No, nobody said anything about <laughs> that. Was that. Us. The Ukrainian but, uh, Zog well, and the Ukrainians I mean, sent him out to fucking all, suicide bomb a bridge. He had no idea what he was doing. He lost his if, life. If, if Volodymyr Zelensky dies, I will laugh. Oh yeah, because he's a okay. kike. That because he's a fucking <laughs> filthy Zionist Jew. He's a he's so a he Zionist drone, American he puppet. Drone, I'll fucking laugh. He's okay, a puppet. I'll tell you that. That is it's a Zionist Jewish American puppet government running that fake country right now, and right. they're and, they're and, putting their people through the meat grinder. 
They are you putting. No they are throwing idea. people at the front lines clear. to be fucking. You have no demolished. fucking idea what people in Ukraine think or what they're saying or what is going on, because everything coming out of Ukraine is a lie. Every single thing that is comes out of Ukraine that they're that 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 the the government of Ukraine or the Ukraine media or any of it, it is lies. There is nothing you can trust. Some of what Russia's. Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about twelve rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Some of what they say is bullshit or it's like putting a putting rose-colored glasses on something. But like um, – or red-colored glasses. Hmm. <laughs> but, um, but like uh, the Ukrainians are all liars. Okay, they're total liars. Like the, the Ukrainian government is completely lying and America <laughs> is totally lying. What's sort of funny to me – is like I think that on some level, the media, the Jewish media in America, honestly thinks that they can like win the war simply by lying about it, like because they've never really been in a position where a military conflict that they're supporting wasn't like overwhelmingly right. forceful against the enemy. Like, it's a little dicey like had right overwhelming here. a force advantage against like like overwhelming to the point where the enemy doesn't even have planes or or even like real armored vehicles. They're putting machine guns on trucks. And like riding around in crazy turbans and shit, like that's the enemy, right? So they don't really need to lie about these conflicts. In fact, they don't really want to show you much about it because it's kind of embarrassing how bad we're like crushing and destroying and just like randomly killing people and like droning families and all this kind of crazy shit that America does. Right. So when they're up against a near peer con- competitor in terms of force and and they're actually beating their proxy state. They seem to think like we can just lie about this, and by by lying about it, it will like make it true somehow or something. I don't know. They're they're literally doing a FUD campaign, and it's just it's like it might work to demoralize people that support Russia, like in America or in Europe or whatever, and maybe it'll even seep through into people in Russia because I know that's part of their plan is to get Russian dissidents, which of course, as we said last show, the Ukrainians by blowing up a truck bomb and murdering Russians and murdering apparently an Azerbaijani as well. They're like fucking that up because when you do a terrorist attack on a country, you're going to harden its its public opinion against you rather than like weaken it. Um, that's probably true for every country but America. I think a terrorist attack in America would make people hate the government even more. But that's because everyone fucking hates America. Yeah. Um, and there's no no reason to like it. Like Russian citizens seem to have a reason to like their state. Uh, so again and i don't even have to agree with everything like i would i talked about vladimir putin saying stuff i don't agree with i mean that's not even the point like what the point is that this war is being well, dragged out you know vladimir putin america vladimir putin you know he's not a true white nationalist national socialist leader so he's not the second government you know, therefore i need to support zog i need to support yeah, the zionist occupied american empire running roughshod all over europe i need to nobody do that. ever said that about assad Right. Everyone like I don't I can't even anyone that was in this community, in the white nationalists, even the shills. Maybe there were shills that were like anti-Assad. I've never they heard were all that, like, no. I've was... never heard anybody have. But like, yeah, Bashar Assad's not white nationalist. But I support him. Assad must go. No, you must go. <laughs> right. So who like, must, who it's, must go? it's kind of it's uh-huh. like you're, it's like, yeah. And, and again, you know, Mark was making the point, I'm assuming because he's made it many times on Telegram, like it's just good for white people for the evil Zog empire to have a competitor on the world stage. Look at how America was when the Soviet Union was viable. It was much better. Um, it's better. I just, I just want to point out that categorically there is a difference between 
if you, if I accept these terms, which I, I frankly don't, this this idea of, of Russian imperialism versus Zog imperialism, these are categorically very different things. Right, right. And even if you're saying that like Russia is no better than Zog, well then fine, then you should sit it out because then you don't care because both sides are equally bad. But you're taking a side, and if you're trying to say. I take the side of Ukrainian independence, then that's the same as not taking a side because there is no Ukrainian independence. Ukraine right now is eagerly trying to get into NATO, although they were rejected once again, which tells you something. What does it tell you? It tells you that NATO is simply using Ukraine as a staging ground and is using Ukraine soldiers as cannon fodder. They have no intention of actually bringing Ukraine under the envelope of protection of NATO because uh, after... After Russia annexed those territories, Zelensky went out and he did a, a rapid fire like application, expedited application to NATO, and it was rejected. He's also trying to get into the EU. Now, I believe that once the once the war settles down, that whatever territory is left to Ukraine, they will claim all of it. Okay, they will never admit that uh, those territories, they will draw maps with like dotted lines or dashed lines and stuff and pretend like, okay, this is Russian-controlled Ukrainian territory or something like that. They'll pretend like it's still Ukraine, even though it won't be. It'll be fully integrated into Russia. And um, and and then they'll have that, – that state will then probably join NATO and probably join the European Union, and therefore it will not be independent. So I know Greg Johnson was a big supporter of Brexit. So why then does he support – did you support Ukraine joining the European Union? And I remember years ago when I used to speak with Greg more often, you know, this was something that tripped me up when I knew less about this conflict. And I took this position of sort of like like around 2014, I took the position of like, well, I understand the Ukrainians not wanting to be subsumed into the Russian bloc. But if they are going to be subsumed in because I always saw it as one or the other. Right. I always knew it was one or the other. Right. It always was. It always was. But I was like, but if they're going to be subsumed into the EU and NATO, they're going to end up having like homosexual propaganda and like black people and immigrants and all the stuff that we had. This is in 2014. I was saying this, I was having this conversation with Greg Johnson and he was like, uh, no, or I don't, I don't know. He never really answered. I don't even remember what he said. He never really answered that position. Like he never really had anything to say to, to counter that where I was saying like the Ukrainians might not like, and I wasn't even really pro Russia saying like Ukraine. I was kind of ambivalent because I didn't know much about it. And I was like, maybe the Ukrainians should go with Russia or or I don't know. It's up to them which way they want to go, I guess. But I'm telling you, if they join, I was basically saying that if they join like EU and NATO, they're not it's not going to be like a Nazi country. <laughs> it seems, seems like, it seems like it's going to be quite the reverse. Uh, well, it out, is. Check, I mean, check out this Twitter account real quick. Oh, I, I think I know the Twitter. I mean, I've seen a number of insane Ukraine Twitter. Is this the one that's like anti-Russia colonialism? It's like queer. No, Ukrainian no, Twitter? no, no. This is uh, this is well, I guess technically Sarah Ashton Cirillo, or Cirilla, whatever the fuck. Uh, this is this is a an American trans journal. Oh, that fucking guy! <laughs> but look, look at what the profile says right now. So that fucking guy it that says, we made uh, all those months ago has joined the Ukrainian military. Senior company medic serving the armed forces of Ukraine on a pause from journalism at the moment. Yeah, I remember we did I, I think a video we about this weirdo. About this trainee joining uh, the Ukrainian military when we watched the videos of the training. Yeah, like, hey, look, I'll give, I'll give him credit. He did put his uh, money where his, you know, 
where his penis used to be. They put his money where his uh, where his neo vagina is. <laughs> so this is what you get if you're uh, if you're doing it the pro Ukrainian pro NATO. Well, these are the kind of people that are going to volunteer for you. I saw another thing. How does um, this help white nationalism? Yeah, I don't, I don't know because the thing is, once, once the only reason that the Nazi LARPing was allowed in Ukraine was to get hooligans, uh, basically Ukrainian hooligans, into military uniforms to fight Russia. So let them do the LARPing to go fight Russia. That's what it was, okay? And I know there were people that made friends with some of these people. They maybe went over there to hang out with them, and they don't like that I'm saying this. That's fine. I know it's not a pretty thing, but that's what it was. There, we gain nothing by lying to ourselves about the reality of it. The the op of letting Azov Battalion and others play Nazi was to get them to die fighting Russia. That's what it was. And the people that did that was America and Zog. It wasn't Russia. Period. Like, that's what it is. The people that took those guys and put them as cannon fodder on the front lines was America. They literally used them. They they took their they took their these this ideological thing they were doing or this really this thing they were doing kind of for they liked the aesthetic, the cool tough guy outlaw, like this, you know edgy this, aesthetic this, of that this, stuff. This, this and they just said, like, okay, huh? you can go do that in a military base. We're right up against the line of contact with the Russians, and you can go and you can fight the Russian militias for eight years. And then once the war starts, you can all get killed in a steel plant in Mariupol. And that's what they did with them. I didn't do that. I'm just telling you what happened. You can be mad, but it doesn't change reality. Yeah. And, and if, if, if Ukraine wins this war, if Zelensky... Warren said this uh, the other day. Um, I think it was on. Uh, it, he was on. A, he was guesting on a show. I can't remember which it, which it was. But he said, you know, our position will be most vindicated if, in fact, Zelensky wins this war, because then we will see what kind of country those men have purchased with their blood. We will see what they. Oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions? Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees, because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content... Uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use Z-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, Yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Bought with their blood. We'll see what all those Nazis bought by dying against Russia. And we will see a country that is not too dissimilar from America emerge. Except much poorer and much shittier. But with the same bullshit. 
They're already. I saw. I saw uh, uh, an account which I don't know if I could bring up again. Uh, it had. A, I was looking at some some news about the war from the front lines or whatever, and it was a Western source. It was like Washington Post or something. And they had embedded tweets from Ukrainians, and one of the accounts, of course, had a Ukraine flag and a gay flag, and it was some Ukrainian name I couldn't I couldn't pronounce. I couldn't read because it was in like Ukrainian Cyrillic, and so I click on it, but he was tweeting in English. So I click on it and he says, decolorizing Ukraine, decolonizing Ukraine against Russian imperialism. So in other words, making Ukraine not white. And this is a guy, he had like 100,000 followers. He's being retweeted by the Washington Post. He's obviously gay okay? because he, he looks gay. He, the guy looked gay. And he had um, a gay flag on his profile right next to the right, Ukraine flag. At least there won't be any West Virginians living there. Oh, man. God forbid. Right. I mean, I'd much rather live West in West Virginia. Virginia. Live in Ukraine. I mean, I'd much rather, dude, I would much rather live in West Virginia than Ukraine. Period. But, like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'd say if you're an American white nationalist that wants to, to retire to some redoubt where you can where you can be left alone, go to West Virginia. Don't go to Ukraine. It's uh, I know Greg Johnson doesn't go outside, but it's actually peak fall colors right now. It's fucking gorgeous. Oh, it's Virginia. really nice, yeah. It's a, it's a really great time to be there. Yeah, I mean, Warren was sending me some pictures uh, yesterday from his homestead up there. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice homestead. around here, too, where I am. His too, homestead right next to the Indian Reservation? Yes. <laughs> oh boy I mean it's really beautiful the view from his house I've been there it's really beautiful from his front porch you just look down his valley and his mountains it's gorgeous you can look down on those Indians drinking Listerine yeah and then you see yeah and you see then there's a bunch of it passed out Indians <laughs> like crust around in the corners of the mean, mountains he doesn't, yeah. doesn't like overlook like a vibrant gay scene and like overflowing parking garages and other kind of urban no but he, he does overlook like a trailer park but what do you expect you're in you're in West Virginia I mean <laughs> you're gonna see trailer parks okay like it's just what you're gonna see if it offends you I'm sorry you know what can you tell me what can I tell you but you know yeah you're going to see people that live in double wides. You're going to yeah. see people that live in trailers. It's what it is. But they're white people, and they didn't do anything wrong. So yeah, why are, would you? Are, are they allowed to? Are they allowed to live in trailers? Can they just live their life? Why can't they just be themselves? Because they're low class. Have you talked to them? Well, no, of course not. I mean, not, so what? Who cares? I'm not a class uh, snob. Well, but Greg is. Probably. Yeah. I mean, not probably. Quite, well, I'm kind quite of a class snob in that I hate upper class people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just do. Upper that class true. of the day. Of the day what was it? Monty Python? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like, he's like, <laughs> the upper class twit of the day is like talking about bombing, you, bombing Russia and shit. Well, it really is, though. If you think about it, that is an elitist thing. Like, it's a very elite elite viewpoint to care about taking out Russia. Like most people don't give a shit as we can see from polling. Listen, like only 18% of people give a shit these days. They were saying in like some latest Pew research I was seeing. It was 18% of people said America is not doing enough. I, I just, I don't see the coverage of this conflict like it used to be because they, they got, they got a bunch of libtards on board real early. Like yeah. Very, very quickly. They got that firmware update to them and everybody was like putting up the Ukraine fl flags everywhere. I was I was seeing Ukraine. Well, they had, they were they were piggybacking off the anti-Russia stuff from the Trump years. 
you know, they, they were they were kind of leapfrogging yeah. off that in getting these libtards, these these deranged libtards uh, on that, and um, they 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 didn't cover it for a while um, because not much was going on. Things were pretty static, but Russia was sort of making very slow but kind of steady gains, and they made you know it's funny they in March or was it, no in May in May when I wasn't really paying much attention to the war, Russia took this town called Liman. Now, like a week ago, Ukraine took this town back because the Russians retreated. They pulled back to, uh, from what was from their perspective, a more defensible position. Suddenly, this town is like a key strategic outpost. But like you never saw them say that when Russia took it like three months ago or four months ago. Not that, that, not that, that, that that's like even a big deal or whatever. It doesn't even matter. But like <clears throat> the point is that the, the, the media coverage of Ukraine came back in with this so-called Ukrainian offensive. And just this morning, I'm seeing that once again, Russia has done drone strikes using these Iranian kamikaze drones hitting political targets and uh, actually hitting Ukraine's energy infrastructure, which they have not done for nine months. They did not do this. And they, they have now been doing it and they've been doing it. They didn't want to do it. I mean, obviously, they didn't want to if they didn't do it for nine months. They feel like they have to do it now. Um, and so the, the the media is all saying, like, Russia is lashing out and hitting civilian targets to make up for, like, it's it's like Ukraine taking all this territory <sighs> on the battlefield. And I'm like, see, this is where I'm like, where I'm saying, Jews, do you think that, like, lying, just like telling lies is going to win this war? Because I don't think so, because at this point. The Ukraine, the Ukrainians aren't going to take any more territory. Like they're not going to they, be they able sort of, to. They sort of act like uh, you win the war on Twitter. That's well, they, well, that's again, the thing. Can I they, they, can they take? I think they are can, running up against a problem here because they seem to think so. Well, they seem to actually think so. Here's something I think you might be leaving out of the equation. Like, can they lie their way into into a broader or a more, not broader, but a more direct involvement for America in the conflict? Like, if they if they lie hard enough. Yeah. They could fool these people into like, well, we're going to – I mean, we're already doing – this country is doing so much for um, that war. Like, what, I mean, what else can we, can we throw at it? And it's just – I think it's I think just all about – Yeah, I think that's what the, the lies are all about. I mean – People aren't going to – because if people think Ukraine is just losing, they're going to be much less eager to get involved. Yeah. But if they put out news that Ukraine is actually winning, then that will – because literally, I was, I was – like, even at the very beginning of the war – I was saying, like, if they just told people that, like, Ukraine essentially can't actually win this conflict, like, interest in it would just fall yeah. off the shelf. People be like, oh, they can't win. Like, what's the point? You know, right. and, and if, if they think that you if they think that they can't. So that very well could be that they're basically they're just trying to keep public opinion in the U.S. But in but it's not even working, though, because, again, it, mm. like they are actually writing these headlines, these polling sites that keep track yeah. of this. They they now have this morning consult foreign policy tracker, which is like doing a weekly poll to track foreign <laughs> policy views because they're worried about this. And they they see like fewer people care about the Ukraine war than did in February. So when it first started, like 70 percent of people said they cared. Now, only like 38 percent of people say they give a shit. And that's only people that that doesn't even count. Maybe some of those people probably like Russia. I mean, their polling questions never even include the possibility of liking Russia or wanting Russia to win yeah. or just generally siding with Russia or leaning that way even. You know, I sort of like lean Russia, if you will. Um, 
that doesn't that doesn't that's not taken into account in any of the polling. So they're just lying. And they're also lying, I think, because uh, to keep Europeans engaged. Yeah, but are Europeans but fucking sick of this shit? Because it's Europeans itself. are very sick of this shit, and there's a there's a crisis brewing. We talked a little bit about, um, I know, you know, I know we, we we talked about how Germany might not freeze to death, but their industry is going to be fucked mm-hmm. by this. I talked a little yeah. bit about that last show. Yeah. Now something happened where let me see if I can find the post. Um. It was something like uh, some politicians in uh, Germany asked the German government to see the results of this Swedish investigation into the Nord Stream uh, pipeline bombing. And what happened was the Swedes were doing an investigation. Russia demanded to be part of the investigation as a major stakeholder in the pipeline. And the Swedes said – we're going to shut the investigation down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they classified all their findings. And so German members of the Bundestag went and they asked the German government, can we see the results? Has Sweden shared them with you? Can you see them? And they invoked uh, a rule, which is said, we can't show it to you because showing you the findings of this, of this investigation would put, this, the security of the state at risk. The well-being of the German state would be at risk. So it's a little used rule where they're saying even parliamentarians, even even top politicians cannot see this because the, even the relatively low risk of it leaking to the public would literally put the state of Germany in jeopardy. Like the government of Germany would not survive this coming out is essentially what they're saying. And, you know, because Germany is basically a totalitarian police state. So, so the state is pleading the fifth? Well, they're just saying we don't, we can't show you. What's, what's funny is that it's almost it's damning that they even have to do this. I mean, because in America they just don't tell you, but they don't add all this crap. Like we don't tell you because putting like yeah. telling you would put our our existence at risk because you'd be so pissed off if you knew. Like they just say we're not telling you, right. and they leave it up to you to think why. But in Germany they actually pulled out this rule, which is like the well being of this on behalf of the well being of the state. We can't show this to you. So I'm wondering. What were the findings of the Swedish investigation, if any, or did they wrap it up before they found anything? Because they don't need to find anything because they already fucking know. Like, yeah. everyone already knows. Yeah, everybody that's knows. Saying, that's like, the thing. Everybody I fucking urge knows. Somebody yeah. who has the information, leak it. Leak that shit. If you have the evidence that America did it, leak it. Or Britain did it, which is the same as America. Mm-hmm. Or Ukraine did it, which is the same as America. Ukraine probably couldn't pull it off. They're too far away and they don't have the skill set. The t- countries with the skill set. And is America and Britain. So if one of these two countries did it, they both did it. Um, and they're in on it with Sweden and Denmark and all the other fucking puppet states. So if somebody out there of good conscience that was a member of an investigative team or something has the information, leak that shit to the media. Media will actually cover it up. That's the thing. Leak it to a media that will cover it. Mm-hmm. Don't leak it to the U.S. media because they will bury it. They will, they will actually burn it because uh, they're not going to report that shit. Leave it to us. Give it to us. We'll post, we'll put it out there. But um, I, I think like, that it, I feel like we 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 would be putting our lives in jeopardy if we did that. Oh no, we would just be shot and killed. Yes, but I'm saying that. <laughs> I mean, we would just be like we would just be like frogmen would come and like just you know, like, like, like zip ties would come down from you know. But yeah, but zip, um, zip ties, yes, zip ties from the ceiling. But the one thing is though, this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, 
or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Oh, once you leak something like that, you have kind of an immunity shield, at least for a little while. Once the, once the press is off you, you probably your car is going to blow up in your driveway <laughs> when you turn it on. Right. So make sure you uh, make sure you walk everywhere. Ride a bike uh, after that. Right. But um, but yeah, because if evidence that it was America comes out, that literally does put the stability of all these gay ass governments in Europe in, in total jeopardy. It won't, it won't make a difference here because this country is just not, that's, it just won't like people here know our government does evil shit and they just live with it. Like it's just well, what it is. A right? lot of our country, a lot of our people think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's getting less cool though. I, mean, I think it's cool that like, if we could just like assert like physical dominance anywhere throughout the world like that's kind of what people want it would be cool if the government wasn't like run yeah. by jews yeah but they don't they, you know that that's what what are you talking about what yeah. are you some kind of retarded nigger rapper why would you say that but it's like and it's like people it's like, like retarded rap nigger it's like there's uh it's like uh this is why like conservatives this is why like republicans mostly support ukraine it's because like they want that to keep going and no we're we can just do whatever we want out there it's great but they really don't. I mean, the politicians do, but the yeah, numbers, that's what I, that's the what polling I mean. numbers show that people that's who vote Republican are, are less engaged. Politicians like this very. Like, it's it's kind of rare to see like somebody questioning the, the. You know, it's like Tucker does it. Tucker Carlson does it. Yeah. A couple people do. But it. what's funny is that the conservative voter, um, even though like many of them have gone down all kinds of weird rabbit holes and conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and crazy stuff. Some of them have come our direction, but the most part they go down the QAnon crazy stuff. Yeah. Those people are for. still not going to be pro Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like remember Glenn Beck trying to talk about this like eight months ago, and it didn't make any sense at all. Yes. It was like just total crazy. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy even talking about?" I honestly don't. Because he couldn't say he didn't want to say like he's he's against Ukraine or he's for Russia. He couldn't say that, but he didn't want to say he's for Ukraine either because he would lose subscribers. So he's like he's hmm. taking this weird middle position of like we're seeing the great reset happen in Ukraine and it's really oh, taking off right. and they're he's really doing it. And I'm guy. like, what the fuck are you even talking about, dude? Like it didn't even make sense what he was saying. But so many of these people see they 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 I've seen videos where they're like, have you seen this where they're like, they're doing like color coded programming. Did you notice that ads for COVID vaccines? were yellow and blue and now the ukraine flag that you're seeing everywhere is yellow and blue these are coded color messages so this is the kind of shit that conservatives are doing or people that vote republican or this is where they are so you can't you can't like corral these people anymore like they just can't they don't trust this government they might believe really weird stupid shit but they don't trust this government you're never going to get them to do it again unless donald trump is president so i mean again this is another thing where it's like it makes it difficult for us to try and, and speak to these people and and let them know where their real interests are. Well, we don't lie. we don't speak their language, you know. We don't do this like Steve Bannon, like just every now and then, just pepper yeah. your speech with City of London yeah. and uh, party of <laughs> what is the other one? Party of Davos, Bilderberger Group, Trilateral Commission like, Club. Well, alone. you can't. Those are kind of passe. You don't want to say those. City of London is one that like wait what? What does that mean? Council on Foreign Relations. Yeah, Trilateral Commission. It's trilateral gotta, Commission. Is that still meet? Does Bilderberger Group still meet? Did they? I don't even know, I know if the, these the things Club ever of Rome existed. And, and the Council on Foreign Relations. For all I know, for all I know, this is all fanfic written by Jim Mars. I have no fucking idea. Council on Foreign Relations, like, legitimately, is bad. Oh, great like, reset. Bad we're all going to farm class Robert. Remember, bro. That's I had a, I had a fun, um, I had a fun analogy I came up with the other day. All right. So, yeah. World Economic Forum. 
Yeah. What am I? What's the matter? Did we lose him? I'm right here. Uh, no, I still hear a little bit of him. I see you guys just fine. You, can, you can't. It's not choppy. It's oh, fine. God. You guys are lying. I, I'm expecting it to go whoop. There's no way. I'm right here. I'm right here. For a second, I thought it's because I'm streaming the Daryl Brooks trail over here. Probably. Stop it. Yeah, no, it's it's not. Oh, 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 oh. You guys are coming in perfectly for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody, the audience. Maybe he bumped something. I don't know. Uh, no. What are you guys doing? Jesse. Why are you guys lying? You. Why are you lying? I'm right here. You just, you just don't want me to speak. You just don't want you just don't want to hear my rant. You just don't want to hear my rant. It's gotta be his connection. I hope he's still ran- I hope he's still ranting. He doesn't even realize. No, <laughs> I'm perfectly connected. It's just recording his end, like his his monologue. <laughs> no, you guys are <laughs> are coming through. He sounds like he is. <laughs> These guys, guys are coming something. through 100. <laughs> percent This is horrible. I'm having zero I like troubles. Start this call over. Oh no, not while the, <laughs> I'm having zero troubles. Uh, I don't know what to. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm having zero troubles. What? Uh, Wait, are we? Are we back? Are we back? We're back. We've been back. I've been here the whole time. Oh Jesus! I've been here. The we, whole, we lost you for a second. I've been here the whole time. You guys were coming in through perfectly the whole time. <laughs> All the complaining about we were coming in clearly. We yeah, couldn't all, hear you at all. Maybe it is because you're streaming the Daryl Brooks trial. All the all the fucking try all take, the uh, try turning off. All the complaining was in like 4K. Yeah, I think we lost them. That's, like, that's great. That's hilarious. <laughs> I said it's a conspiracy. Right now, my to... screen is frozen, and you were just coming through in like choppy. Ah, oh, wonderful. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, I just moved. I just moved. I just moved. Everything okay, to me is I'm working. Dro- just dropping fine. frames while coming through. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that was. Re- really low frame rate, but okay, now it's back. That's <laughs> <laughs> up. I don't remember what I was talking about. Something. I was like, I hope he's just ranting. He doesn't realize it. Like, no, what's the know, point of ranting if you don't if you don't hear it? But now I don't remember what the hell it was. Well, it would it would be funny if you didn't realize that we had both like lost connection briefly. Yeah, well, the purpose of my rant is to get a response. Thing. Like it's part of a conversation. You know, you can't just like put a point yeah. out there. What was I talking about? I, I don't remember now. Me neither. Something about Ukraine or something. Oh, so, conservatives and them being weird. We were talking about Bilderbergers. <laughs> we were talking about. Oh yeah, we were talking about those. All those. We were like, talking about uh, City of London. MK Ultra all conspiracy groups. Yeah. Which the problem is, those groups are like they exist and there oh. are bad people on them. My my analogy. That's what it was. I thought of okay, because I was thinking about people like Glenn Beck with the whole like they think the World Economic Forum. Like, say, saying that you want to take down the World Economic Forum. Right, and that's going to put an end to all this globalism. Is like saying you're going to take Hollywood over. You're going to destroy Hollywood by just like canceling the Oscars. Right, because it's exactly. Oh hi, here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Exactly right. It's a trade show. Like if you cancel exactly the trade right. show, the industry. The WEF is just where the globalists go and meet and wine and dine for. A it's week. a trade show. It's an award show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the it's, like the, it's like the it's like GlobalCon. It's like you Global could never, It's like you could never have an Academy Award show ever again. But the, if you don't do anything about the Jews that run all the studios, everything stays the same. Everything and you you assume same. that like the judges that yeah. tell you what the best director is is like the guy in charge of things, right? Yeah. <laughs> You will still right? get. You will still the get the same awards. You, the guy that gives you the best yeah. direct gives like Steven Spielberg the best director yeah, trophy for Schindler's List. He's the one in control. 
So right. that that's basically that's the great that's a great analogy. That's a really good analogy. I was try I was struggling for an analogy like that when talking to some of the people that that get mad when you say it's not like the World Economic it's not that the World Economic Forum isn't bad or that there's no bad people that go there mm-hmm. and say bad things, but it's not really the point. Yeah. But that analogy makes it that's perfect. That's just the best way to look at it. That's great. And of course, the Skype conspired. Skype conspired to try to get me to shut up about it. it try to get me to lose my right. Yeah, that's thought. when that's when right. everything started cutting out. They were so listening. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really is. It's like, yeah, there's really no better way of putting it. That's that's true. And and so it's sort of like, yeah, if you because I believe they did cancel the Oscars for COVID, right? But uh, did they do like a remote? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't know. Now, one thing that's interesting is that they have um, – you would think it would be great that the idea of, like, the summer blockbuster oh, man. or all these big-time movies are done. But it's actually not great because mm. now it used to be even if the movies were, like, degenerate Jewish trash or, or just mindless crap – you could at least – going to the theater was at least some kind of social experience on some level. But now people just sit at home and watch the same shit yeah. on their on their sixty inch screen that costs like two hundred dollars at Walmart well, and is streaming it's, high def. Yeah, it's made people even more duress. Well, you also well, the problem the problem right. with that people don't is, even go together to see a movie. But if you go out somewhere to do a thing, I've noticed that I, well a low on a lower level than that. It was a lower level of existential horror. It's like when you go when, well, you, okay. show, when you show up someplace in public, it actually does look like commercials you see on TV now. Like there really just are, like overdressed upper like like middle class presenting like mulattoes everywhere. It's like there's just people from yeah. like you don't you just don't like I was at a thing yesterday and like the white people were so few and far between. It was like there was so many multicultural, yeah. multi skin toned, just like gross things I had to put up with. And it's just you like, went, I just well, don't. It's like to, to me that's not to me that's not a social like. Gathering like I go no, out. That's like no, antisocial. No. It's just it's just a nightmare. It's like I'm surrounded by. So you fucking, went to JFK. Yeah. This is, was it JFK or no? I did a thing with the kids yesterday too that I'm not I'm yeah, not doxing. Yeah, the JFK I just fine. JFK I just drove to drop somebody off and left. Like I didn't I didn't have to go inside. Although the uh, right. although the the security guys did fit the description that I was like the guys that are like waving the traffic in as you pull yeah, into park. Black. Yeah, black skins. Typically, typically the security people at the airport aren't even mulatto. They're just black. Well, yeah, there's everything. There's Hispanics, yeah. there's or it's just everything. It's yeah, just, I mean, it's just goblins. If you're in JFK, forget about it. Like you're not gonna, you're in the heart of it. But it's gross. I, I am not totally um, blackpilled on this because as as I travel around America, I've actually seen many places that are very white. We, yeah, we tend to I'm, I'm in the plop ourselves uh, down yeah. in those places. Like Waukesha is very white. Yeah, um, I'm sure that's true. The drive to Waukesha. Uh, from you know Pennsylvania to Wisconsin, you come across a lot of places that are very white. The main place that you don't want to go, that you don't want to be, is the sort of Milwaukee, Chicago, Gary, uh, megalopolis there, Gary. right on the right at the on the banks of Lake Michigan. They got like three cities speaking, right in a row of, that are uh, all Waukesha. I'll give you the update here. It looks like they're down yes. to their last witness. So oh my prosecution, God. I think, is going to be done today. Uh, God only knows how long it's going to take fucking Daryl Brooks to finish up his defense. He probably won't do it. I mean, they're probably going to have to force him to do it. His defense is like, I don't understand. 
<laughs> there has to be a rule Dude. where at some point oh the judge god. says, "Okay, you're going to have to rest your case." Oh my god, I forgot. Can't do this forever? Oh, I forgot. So we brought this up. So maybe his like his his witness will be like the honorable queen, whatever the fuck her name is. That video. <laughs> I kept watching that video after the show's over on Friday. This bitch is then the shit that was coming out of her mouth. It got worse and worse. She said, "Remember Benjamin Banneke? Neither do I." But Benjamin Banneke is one of these like Negroes that supposedly like invented everything. Mm-hmm. She yeah. said that Benjamin Banneke and Benjamin Franklin were the same person. She just yeah, threw it out there as an aside and whatever the fuck she I was just like, holy shit. It's real. The We Was Kangs is like real. Like We uh, Was Benjamin Franklin. I, I heard that because I had a guest over over the weekend, uh, oh. one of our NJ people actually. And oh, yeah? <clears throat> we, we, we watched the rest of that video and it was the oh. most retarded ass monkey shines. It was beautiful. I loved every second of it that I, that I stuck with it. It was <laughs> fucking great. So she called herself, what would, what did she call herself again? Just all I remember, she calls herself queen something. Queen something, something Bay, right? At the yeah. end yeah. it says Bay. Yeah, B- always B-E-Y. Bay. Yep. Well, B-E-Y, well, you know what that is. Um, that is a, uh, in in Kwazak and other Central Asian Turkic languages, Bey remains an honorific title. In modern modern Turkish and in Azerbaijan, the word Bey simply means Mister or Sir, or is used in the meaning of chieftain only in historical context. So Bey is like an ancient Turkic honorific title for somebody, like Michael Bey. <laughs> Michael, which is the Honorable Michael no, Bey. It is transformer of like awful fucking transformer king CGI films that you can't make out what's going on. We got we got to get him a fez to wear. Yeah, so so they they just take from everything. So yeah, that's definitely where they're getting that bay from. And you know how I know this because um, Wikipedia. This is this is a funny story. This is a a slice of life, if you will. Oh, so when I was driving with Greg uh, to a thing. A couple, a couple, like a month, a month and a half or so ago, we were driving the car, and we were in the car for hours together. So I put on, not Greg Johnson, Greg Conte. I put on, the, <laughs> I put on the, yeah, I put on the Flashman audiobooks because I thought he would enjoy it, which mm-hmm. he did. It was fucking funny as fuck. But um, in in the book, in the story, and in actual reality, the general that lost Afghanistan for the British in 1846 was named um, General Elphinstone, but they called him Elfie Bay. Like that was what they were calling, and I, I was like, are they is this like Bay, like B A E, and yeah, right, like, slang, like that's what, what is the, this? That's, like, that's what I kept thinking, and and Greg was like, no, 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 like they're calling it that because Bay is like a Turkish honorific title, and I was like, oh, that makes sense then. So Elfie Bay, they kept calling this. Apparently, they did call him that at that time. Of course, General Elphinstone, probably one of the worst fuck ups ever in all of British military history. But you can read about that yourself. It sounds like an awesome name, Elphinstone. It's like, yeah. is this like, did Terry Pratchett come up with this name? Or, yeah, yeah no, that like, sounds like somebody would come up Like Terry Brooks named this dude? Like, it sounds almost like a mystical yeah. type thing, yeah. Oh, it reminds me of the anime, Elfinlide. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, uh... But yeah, no, it was a real name, dude. So, maybe we should finally look at this uh, Australian guy I keep talking about. Since we're, talk- okay. since, we're, since we're talking about oh, yeah, M- this, MK, uh, MK Ultra, the like, Club of Rome and the, and the yeah, Council on Foreign Relations. The, the channel is called, and this, all, this has, still has under 10,000 views, so it's not that big. What is the name of the channel? Now, the Council on Foreign Relations, though, is legitimately something worth talking about. But what you should do is go to the go and read their like their research papers and shit, because that's when you you'll get an idea. Like. Look at their white papers. Look at the shit they're putting out or what they're talking about if they do put it out because yeah. that's actually like real foreign policy planning goes on there. Like there are real consequences come. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall.
for your subscription today. What people at the Council on Foreign Relations talk about. It's not just like something. So that's worth talking about. But the way these people talk about it, it almost makes it like it's almost like a shield. Like no one's interested in looking at it because, oh, that's just more conspiracy crap. Oh, Council on Foreign Relations. Okay, whatever. But it's actually you, you should look at what the Council on Foreign Relations is. One, you should look at who's a member of it. You should look at what they're talking about. It's but, a legit thing. But usually the, the Council on Foreign Relations is not talking about giving you the, the, the COVID vaccine and all of this other stuff, though, right? No, they're talking about, like, how do we democratize the Middle East and shit like right. that? You know? Yeah, like which is neocon. It's all neocon shit. Yeah, it's just geopolitical neocon. shit. Yeah. It's all neocon geopolitical Jewish crap. Yeah. Right. Oh, I have to do this. Rewatch it. What the hell is this crap? Great on Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. The biggest scam they have, the biggest con, is not just the appropriations process and how they fund it. It's the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve, by the way, that's owned not by the American people, a central bank that's owned by 24 prime brokers, being J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. How does that work? We don't need to audit the Fed. We need to end the Federal Reserve. Why not audit it first? What if I can it over to Goy's instead of like a bunch of Jewish? Big well, bags? I think it should be audited. Like, I why? Mm. Um, you know, like I actually do agree with audit. I mean, end the Fed. Sure. Okay, fine. But like, well, you need it's to... just that's just never going to happen. Well, this is what the thing that gets me. This stuff is like they're always throwing the baby out of the bathwater. It's like you probably need an institution right. like central bank. The problem is with who's controlling it. All right, these things, are, all these things, have the issue of who's in control of it, and they know, and they never say it. The Federal Reserve has usurped, has usurped, has usurped its power and the power of the American people and our elective representatives. See no- the premise that we have elective representatives. Again, the problem is he's not even correctly identifying what the Federal Reserve is doing. This is one of my problems with yeah. this shit. Well, let's just let like, this go. They do not. The yeah. consent of the governor. We will not comply. We will not submit. Yes, you will. And it must be ended. Nobody's gotten to but the that's... bottom of okay, good. 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have. We actually reverted and took their model uh, with the World Economic Forum, the Party of Davos, the City of London, <laughs> Brussels, NATO, and uh, the U.S. government. This is what we have now. <sighs> I mean, it's like this shit is like almost right. That's so the, like, this guy is very close to it's, almost it's right. Like, it is, it's is, like so. It's got to be on purpose. Oh, that's it what has I mean. It is, not, bar- it, it is barely. It is barely pulling the punches as this guy goes on. They, he, they have to be training people wrong on purpose. That's what they're doing. Shit. See, oh, he's going to make a big deal over. He's going to make a big deal about Donald Trump sitting there like that with his fingers posed like that. He's making a triangle. They're going to purpose. There's China. So wait, what does a triangle hand sign mean? This is a kike thing. Oh, I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Well, no, we, no, he would never say it's a kike thing. Oh my god! No, it's one of the like the pretend eight, one of the pretend, pretend groups he's made up. Whether it's Masons, I don't fucking remember. So is Steve Bannon saying Donald Trump is part of that? Steve Bannon. And this guy's narrative is that Steve Bannon is the oh, one. Oh, this is the guy. He's the one the true like true believer in, in this pack of like liars. Like these people are all traitors, but Steve Bannon is stuck in the middle with them. And we should be backing them. Then why don't they just off them? Why they? Why did they pardon him from the wall thing? Why didn't he put a period after S? 
So this was something about this. Obviously, this was a COVID slide right here that he took out. Or that's just like, that's just a title card that's in here. Can we get to his content, please? See, they, they, I wanted to start where his content is, but maybe it'll start right Ladies hard. and gentlemen, we're away. The recording is on. My name is Brendan Lee O'Connell. Today's date is the 28th of August. It is 20, oh, the year 2022. It's 8.22 p.m. on a Sunday. Wait, one second. Evening one second, one Central Standard. Yeah. So he puts up that that uh, card that says content removed right. from YouTube TOS, but the content's not removed. May, <laughs> he expected you to think that because he put that card up that that means the content was removed when it's removed. on YouTube? I am willing to be, on YouTube. I'm willing to believe that there was a COVID denialist piece of media there that he had okay. a video taken down in the past and they yes, had to delete that had section. Video down. And he had to delete and he deleted that section of the intro to put it but or I mean I, I would I would believe that that's possible. They were they were going kind of crazy with that stuff. They would really But isn't this part which of is his what, intro for every video though? Well, I have not this is the only video of his I've ever watched. So I'm assuming that sometime oh, okay. in the past two years, like he got had stuff taken down. Because this was part of the psyop was like if you were doing vaccine skepticism like even in the lightest like they would flag it as, as a disinfo and have your shit banned so he's probably he probably did have to comply with something because you know, a lot of times youtube but will give you the option legitimately to thought that that was disinformation like well they, i don't they, i, they I thought, don't know either they thought it was disinformation or that this would this would drive the people who want this like this would drive people crazy see they're shutting us down you know because it feeds into the the heel yeah, I mean, it, it feeds into everything yeah. and the time what are we going to talk about today? And why the hell should you listen to me? I'm obviously an Australian citizen, three warrants for his arrest, and I've led a very interesting life. Worked with government analysts in Iran at the Persian Gulf Study Center. Very interesting. And I was even to have my own travel show on press TV. Yes. Been and met very interesting people in Lebanon, Beirut, and lived almost three years in Kuala Lumpur. See, now Lumpur, I want to hear was more. arrested for race hate crimes and had the biggest hate speech trial in history. I raised issues of Israeli espionage, spying, and complete penetration and subversion. Wait, 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 hold on. Yes. What is he saying? You heard I can't that. follow. I like, literally couldn't follow it. He was speaking too fast. He said he faced a hate crimes trial? Yeah, where he talked about Israeli spying and something or other. That's the thing. In this, Australia? This guy talks about... I don't know. He doesn't really give the details. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. If he was over in Iran, working with the Iranian government, and then in Lebanon and mm -hmm. Beirut... Like, well, Beirut's in Lebanon. If he was in Lebanon and Iran, working with some very interesting people, it would not surprise me that when he returns yes. to Australia, he was put on trial. And now he is doing a... It's not the Jews, but it is Israel. It's a very fine like little needle he's threading... And I yeah. think of that as the outcome, part of the outcome of whatever happened to him. With yeah, it could very well be that this is because this, he was actually because he actually knows, and now he's doing this to not go to jail. Yeah. The structure of the world over, you know the story. My documents are below over a thousand pages, meticulously put together for a UN refugee claim. I hope I've got your attention. We're going to talk about Donald Trump again today and the shenanigans that are going on. His clear 2024 guaranteed victory. This theatrical garbage that's going on, but also what is the correct psychological approach to take to this? We've either got people who believe everything this clown says, or we've got people that hate him. We've got to have a middle ground. We've got to ask not whether you can trust Donald Trump, but whether you can use Donald Trump. And look at that beautiful front gate he has. Isn't that a magnificent front gate? Can you see it? What an interesting front gate, everyone. Boas and Joachim. We need to have a... Oh, is this Brendan O'Connell? Is this a different, or is that Brandon O'Connell that Son of Nua wanted us?
Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. What's the takedown? No, 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 no. President O'Connor. Brendan O'Connor. Okay, was that was that BuzzFeed? No, no, no. That what was what was that site that got taken down? Um, uh, what the fuck was that Gawker. site that Peter Thiel took down? Gawker. Gawker. Right, right. Brendan O'Connor worked for Gawker. Yeah. And came on our show years ago. We wrecked yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made him like cry basically, and then he wrote an article about how awful what was the it was name? to have to talk to him. What was the name of the guy? What was the name of the guy that that son of Nuo wanted us to like do a two hour presentation? I don't remember. Him? I wonder if it was I don't him. Remember. This it might have been name. something similar. It could have been something similar. But he it was a libtard. Whoever he wanted to take down. It was, was a libtard that he said was so working with intelligence guy. agencies. Yeah. And when I said I'm perfectly willing to believe that this libtard journalist is working with intelligence agencies, yeah. like Son of Nuo deleted his whole account. So he's going to. His whole entire credibility so <laughs> he's out gonna... the window because he assumed that I would have to run cover because <laughs> he assumed me, being a CIA agent, would have to run cover for a fellow CIA agent, right? For right. other CIA agents. You know, I grew up with other CIA agents. Mm. But no. Um, so this guy's no. going to do. Uh, you need to use Trump, even if you don't support. It. It's a very, it's very strained. Hard look at everyone around Trump. He's going to tell us why you fucking shouldn't. He's definitely in a trying to reel in. He, no, this is a total side. You know what I mean, like, he is going to tell you all the ways in which Donald Trump is absolutely irredeemable, but then tell you that you have to like get on board anyway to use him. You know what we yeah, tried this, to do? What confused. we tried to do five years ago? Use him? How it didn't work out? Like they used us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the problem. You like, you yeah. don't use them; they use you. Yeah. And if you and think you're I using am. them, I mean, look, this is literally w- w- the fucking issue in Ukraine. Yeah, let's do it. I certainly don't, wouldn't don't, be voting for don't, Biden. Definitely don't I mean, trust Zog, but, but use them. Use them against Russia, and, and then that, you can turn on them and gain your independence, and that will work. I don't want to turn on Russia. Just not. I want to I mean, turn literally, on that's Russia. what. All right. Some Ukraine people told that's me, pro Ukraine people have told me that's what they're going to do. Beautiful like, front that's gate. Not he is. going to work. Isn't that a magnificent front gate? Can you see it? What an interesting front gate, everyone. Boas and Joachim. We need to have a good, hard look at everyone around Trump. You Ooh, need hard. to understand if you don't know who I am, I certainly wouldn't be voting for Biden. I mean, that is just an insult to your intelligence. But Donald Trump is clearly running in 2024 and will win. And we need to have the correct psychological attitude to neither reject nor hug him, but simply try and get him <coughs> to do what he's told. And to do that, you've got to inform. This is like what we were saying. This is like lessons we've already learned. Train energy. There's nothing else you can do. You either <laughs> engage or you get, get rid of your phone, get rid of your internet connection, go and get your bunker and disappear off the face of the earth. Do one of those. Two to three man teams. Either embrace Trump or two to three man teams. There's two things. There is no middle well, ground. You- there is a middle ground, sir. Or there's, there's I mean, a third I admire, position. I, you know, I kind of agree with that, not in the same circumstances that, like, actually engage with reality or just go live in a bunker. I do agree with that sure. sentiment, just not on the same grounds as him. No. You either engage in politics and inform the local Trump train retards of what's going on. And I, actually, I shouldn't call them retards because they're getting pretty smart because they're uh, I think they're getting more and more retarded as time goes on. Boom, boom, boom anymore all the time. Beautiful. 
but you've got little, to engage. Little column A, little column B. Or else yeah. just disappear. Either way, I respect you, but don't just sit there in the middle ground whining. You've got to engage with the Trump train energy and ask the big questions of how can Trump clean out the swamp when, let's be honest, everyone around Trump is a dirty, rotten, filthy, Jew. corrupt piece oh, of garbage Jew. themselves. Oh, that includes oh, Bannon. It includes oh, Roger Stone, dear God, and especially Ruli Giuliani. Half of Trump's entourage were directly directly involved in the mass murder of almost 3,000 Americans. So I'm sorry, we're going to have to have a good, honest look because we've all forgotten 9-11. Till then, ladies and gentlemen, let's have that discussion. Let's think about how we approach this psychologically. And um, I'll see you in a second. But first, a word from our sponsor. Let us attend. Is it NordVPN? Nordman. It's high on the list. If you if you didn't know, Stephen Cambanon has teamed up with a Roger Stone and an Alex Jones, and the Office of Naval Intelligence, um, and the Defense Intelligence Agency, including um, General Flynn. You got something? I kind of like this guy, though. I got to say, I do he's like him too. But like, he's clearly <laughs> he's, he's clearly he's, he's doing clearly, something. He's reining it in. Yeah. He's doing something. He's he because he talks about Israel. He talks about Mossad. He says that Israel did nine eleven. But we he, get him on our show. But he also. See if we can, uh, I, I'm pretty sure this guy's been where we are and like left under either under duress yeah, or. That's what I'm saying. Because. But I he left for something like much dumber, which yes. is very weird. Yeah, I'm trying to get this straight. Trump, Trump is surrounded by by evil maniacal yes. Jews. But we can use it, right? Yes. Well, he doesn't but say we Jews. Can the, we can use the, the Trump <laughs> train energy. Some. This is the oh. kind of thing. This is the thing that he he threads that doesn't make the needle. The needle he threads doesn't make any sense. It's like ju- well, the Trump train energy would be great. It's like the, no, uh, you don't understand. Going, Israel, well, Israel, yeah. and Mossad did these things, but it's not the Jews. Don't like. He says that like blaming everything on Jews is stupid, and he he like he like thanks the Lord or thanks whoever informed him about all these MK Ultra groups. About it's like he's so glad he learned about City of London and now those world. Then he also somewhere else says that like. Having a simple worldview is so much better than a complicated. One. I was like, like nigga, which is it? The simple worldview is that it's all the Jews, and like this stuff is all bullshit and window dressing. Well, I think he means he's saying like it's easier if you can just think it's all the Jews, but this is a much harder road. No, 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 no. He talk is it's in two. Oh, separate, he's saying it's complicated. Two, to say in two separate in two separate sites. No, in a se- in one segment, he is glad that he found out about all these intricate like interwoven like groups of world dominating whatevers. Okay. okay, and that it's not just the Jews. In another segment, he talks about how it's better to have a simplified worldview. He's saying it like it's basically he's saying two different things in two different contexts. Yeah, he's contradicting himself. Well, it's it, kind of interesting because I went through the phase of all of those groups before settling yeah. yes. on the Jewish issue. He seems to have like, been. I was a I was a guy. I was a trilateral commission. He Council seems, on Foreign Relations was my real bugaboo. He seems to have been. He's he seems to have, seems to have been, and it's the Jews guys before, and then now has backed away from it, and so he's on. Yeah, YouTube. that's an unusual take because typically people do the if people come to the Jewish if they decide to become you know they make the decision to actually incorporate the Jewish question into their politics, um, they've already gone through the thing of looking into all of these groups See, look and at this. looking at this stuff, right? Because <laughs> these, these graphics are out of this world. Yeah. <sighs> Wage war by deception. In cyber, and cyber is a real domain of power. Israel, <laughs> okay. yeah, that's great. I love that graphic. Real domain of power. 
Oh boy, let's let's slow it down a little. I'm always in a major hurry. Yes, everything's on, everything's working. I'm always rushing, trying to think. People's time is precious. Let's wait. What? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. You know, let's let's get this in an hour. Go 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 go. And I think when it, I'm going to slow it down. Gar, gar, let's gar. have a conversation. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, Bannon and uh, Alex Jones is high on the list. If you if you didn't know, Stephen Cam Bannon has teamed up with a Roger Stone and an Alex Jones and the Office of Naval Intelligence um, and the Defense Intelligence Agency, including um, General Flynn, Clay Clark, and all those people, Julianne Romanello. She'll be on Alex Jones soon. Um, and they're all sitting there, and we need to have a discussion, and we need to not blow off Alex Jones. He's just the idiot we all know he is. Remember, he saved the world from COVID single-handed and slayed many dragons. And- what? Alex Jones what? saved the world from COVID. We need to have a discussion that this clown, no matter how big a clown he is, and how many of us are familiar with the Ezra Pounds and the Eustace Mullins and the Reverend Ted Parks and the Bill Coopers and the Kay Griggs and all the old guard, Professor Israel Shahak, uh, Victor Ostrowski, Jack Bernstein, we're all familiar with the, all the old works. We all know Jared Griffin, the Fed, everything. We have to have a discussion that Bannon has taken things to a new level. He's talking City of Eustace London again. Mullins. Right there on Alex what, Jones. Did you say Hold on. He's just Mullins? getting to the point. Yes. You're just getting, okay, he's just sorry. finally I just getting got to the distracted point. because he said things I know about. I know. Eustace Mullins was an anti-Semite and he's friends with Ezra Pound. Right. He's, he's, a, he's, he's about to give us the pitch on how Steve Bannon has ascended to the next level. He has taken things to a new level. He's talking City of London again, right there on Alex Jones. <laughs> As usual, though, the word Israel is not leaving their lips, and there are very, very important subjects that are not tactically sound to ignore. It's a game of politics, and I fully realize that sometimes you play games in politics. You're tactical in politics. Um, it- yeah, Steve Bannon is just tactically not saying Israel, and he's saying... I, I agree. He's tactically saying City of London. It may not be wise to run directly at the machine gun, in politics, and that sometimes you have to flank to the left and you have to flank to the right. My only question is, when does flanking become fleeing? And I have to somehow convince you that mm. you cannot commence an operation like this and think that you can solve the problem by ignoring the Israeli state's involvement in 9-11, the Oda Janon plan, and the mass murder of 3,000 Americans on the 11th of September, 2001. Any thoughts? I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just like... Um, well, Steve Bannon's tree is not the one to bark up about that because he's never going to do it, is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, Alex, jo- Alex Jones does 9-11, but he doesn't say Israel. These people are Zionists. They're always going to be. Like, no one is running... Yeah, or no they're, one's... Just, they're just they're like just not going to go... I mean, we yeah. saw that clip from InfoWars yeah. where whoever that actor was talked about the Jewish pedophile... Oh, ring, and then Stein Hollywood. cut him off, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Alex Stein, who I guess now works for InfoWars, so there you go, immediately said... They'll shut us down. He said they'll shut us down, but it's like who? Your mm. tribe, Alex, will shut shut you down. Mm. So it it was kind of a revealing moment. Some people have said it was actually a setup moment again because there's always people. Anytime anything happens, everything's a setup like this. There's always going to be people saying this is a setup. This is a setup. This is a setup. 
Now, I just take that. I, I don't know. Maybe it was, but I just take that at, at face value. Yeah. Um, like, or, or like Alex Stein is trying to tell us the truth somehow. It's like, no, Alex Stein's a Jew. He's just fucking like, whatever. Alex Stein was trying to get out of I just, segment I take that with his job in value. I don't need to look deeper. Yeah. There's no reason to. Now, I've actually got an interesting video okay. that we could look at. Uh, speaking of Benjamin Netanyahu, um, I know you, you were kind of wanted to, but this guy, That's okay. this is what Benjamin Netanyahu is really talking about. So this is from 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu is talking to the CIA and uh, wait, no, he says Colorado Senate debate. Oh no, that's, that's a Chiron for, for what's coming up on C-SPAN. It's C-SPAN of Benjamin Netanyahu talking in America to, I think intelligence agencies or something. I'm not exactly sure, but just look, look at what he says. Look at what he says. This is from 2002. So this is slightly older strategy, but just listen. All right, let me turn that up. That's a little low. This is how Jews actually operate. Uh, obviously, we'd like to see a regime change, at least I would, in Iran, just as I would like to see in Iraq. The question now is a practical question. What is the best place to proceed? It's not a question of whether Iraq's regime should be taken out, but when should it be taken out? It's not a question of whether you'd like to see a regime change in Iran, but how to achieve it. Iran has the, uh, something that Iraq doesn't have. Iran has, for example, 250,000 satellite dishes. It has uh, internet use. I once said to uh, uh, the, chair, the heads of the CIA when I was prime minister that if you want to uh, huh. advance regime change in Iran, you don't have to go through the CIA cloak and dagger stuff. What you want to do is, uh, uh, is take very large, very strong transponders and just beam Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 2050 and all that into... Wow. Into Tehran and into Wait Iran because now, that is. They beam it into America. Subversive let finish, they let watch it. The young kids watch it. The young people they they want to have the same nice clothes at the same houses and swimming pools and so on. Uh, and that is something that is available in uh, forces internal forces of dissension that are available in Iran, which is paradoxically probably the most open society in that part of the world. It is a lot more open than Iraq, which is probably the most closed society on Earth. And therefore, you have no ability to foment uh, uh, this kind of <laughs> dynamic inside Iraq. So the question now is, choose. You can, uh, you can beam <laughs> Melrose Place, but it may take a long time. On the other hand, if you take out Saddam, Saddam's regime, I guarantee you, that it will have enormous positive reverberations on the region. And I think ah! that people sitting right next door in Iran, young people, uh, and many others will say, the time of such regimes, of such despots, is gone. There is a new age. Something new is happening. And that Iraq- is speculation. So, oh, who is that? what was that guy about to say? There's speculation. Who said that? What was the, uh, what's the rebuttal? Then? I don't know. Now he was apparently talking to Congress or something, but he, he remarked that how he's talking to the CIA. So he said, "So here, what do we get from this? What do we take from this? From 2002, there's a lot of takeaways from this. One, Benjamin Netanyahu casually sits down and talks to the CIA, fairly regular basis. On C-SPAN. I think we already knew that. We could all watch it. Huh? He suggests using subversive Jewish media to subvert. He even says this is subversive stuff. Uh, obviously, we like to see oh, a regime oh, oh, change. Oh, 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 at oh, least. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, I don't know. We kind of talked over it, but that was like one of the... Yeah, it's subversive stuff that's pumped into our country. Right. So you see how Jews view this material. Yeah. Right? This is the kind of material that when people view it and when they adopt the value systems it promotes, well, they become more susceptible 
to Jewish rule. Now, those shows seem outdated because they're all 20 years old and they probably look stupid, but there's new stuff that's of the, the same 10,000 times worse. Right. It's even worse because at least those shows everybody was white. I, I, thought, I thought it was rather interesting. He sort of contradicts himself a bit because he, he presents Iraq as being an evil despotic regime. Then he points out that Iran has an open society, but they still got to go for some reason. For some reason, they still right, got to go. Right, you know, they, right. Apparently, they're progressive. Also, City the use of, of the terms open and closed society is, is interesting. That is something that they were using a lot in the build-up to the second Iraq War, the 2003 Iraq War. And it is also what Beverly Hills is. Incorporated, 90210, <laughs> City of Melrose. City of City of Beverly Hills, <laughs> Incorporated, nine zero two one zero. The Melrose. The- oh, hi guys! Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz/paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that. Until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Place of Melrose, the city of Beverly Hills, uh, all these uh, these uh, subversive groups. Yeah, I mean, this, is where, this is where they sit and plan the Melrose Commission. But um, no, like, uh, think about it. So he's saying, like, first of all, open society, right? That's George Soros's think tank, or that's George Soros's overall thing that he gives all his money to, the Open Society Institute. Yeah. Which has many, many subsidiaries and billions of dollars go to NGOs around the world funneled through the Open Society Institute, all of them going for things like putting Melrose Place. So it shows you these Jews, like Benjamin Netanyahu is known as a right-wing Jew, George Soros is known as a left-wing Jew, but they're working fucking together because Open Society Institute is all about things like funneling Melrose Place into Iran, showing them what a Western lifestyle looks like and undermining their government that way. Now, what he was saying was like, we have access to Iranian eyes and brains because they have screens in iraq that we don't have that because frankly we blew it all up in 1991 we destroyed it all right like if, if they hadn't done the first gulf war iraq would have internet and tvs just like iran had in, in 2002 right this is that we destroyed their fucking country but um so but he's also saying like let's take two approaches we have to use the fist with iraq we have to take it out it's also an easier target uh, and we will use the glove with Iran for now. But as it turned out, like m- much of the strategy ended up not being true. It was wrong. He was dead wrong about some of this. But it shows you how Jews really operate. And I have no reason to think – like here's a video that was on C-SPAN and it was dug up by this guy Hadi Nasrallah, who I'm assuming is the Palestinian advocate of some kind, who is openly saying like, I've, look, I found this crazy video. Look at this shit that this dude was saying. Uh 20 years ago. So we don't have to go deeper than this. 20 years ago, Benjamin Netanyahu is sitting in front of some congressional thing in Washington, D.C., having casual conversations with the CIA. We have to take out Iraq. We have to subvert Iran. That's how Jews work. It's right there in front of your fucking face. It's on fucking C-SPAN. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all this weird cloak and dagger shit. It's right fucking there. Which is it's kind of interesting how the entertainment spectacle works because it, it takes this stuff and just makes it kind of ordinary. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Of course, Benjamin not, didn't know who was talking to CIA and they want to subvert Iran. Yeah. yeah I, saw it, I saw it on the C SPAN. Yeah, they, they, right. they do that. And, That's and, just a thing and, they do. And it's funny because it's only people only get mad when we say it. Like, 
Benjamin Netanyahu has the same view of Melrose Place that we do. What are they? Like the well, accurate view of it. It's subversive. But what are they beaming like, to? <laughs> what are they beaming to the West Bank? What are they beaming to Gaza? They beam that shit there too. Well, they beam porn they beam, in there. Hardcore they beam porn. missiles in there. A lot well, of times. yeah. Well, they beam Hellfire missiles and pornography. <laughs> hellfire alternating. Por- hellfire alternating, porn. Uh, All right. All right. That's the name of the show. Hellfire porn. Let me just write that down. <laughs> okay. Hellfire porn. Hellfire porn. Oh, ports. Not hellfire ports. Hellfire porn. There we go. <sighs> oh man, I got fucking drone bombed at Melrose Place. Oh jeez. So I actually, I'm rather the missile. I was really, just blow me up. Just, just, just. Yeah, take, I, I'll take the missile, not the Melrose Place. Thank you. Yeah. Watching TV is suffering. Hellfire is just like at least you're, at least you're. You're just, it's over. Out, you're just done. You're just out in the blink of an eye, unless, unless you you're, got, you know, just maimed. I mean, it's I like know. Hellfire is like your youth is in Asia. Like it's, it's. The worst would be if you only get like maimed by the, like burnt on half of your body oh, yeah. and in a hospital then the bed, youth, and then they force you to watch Melrose then Place. They, That's then the like youth the worst is not in Asia. <laughs> you want the youth to be in Asia. You don't want to uh, have to suffer. But send, yeah, send no, the I mean, to, again, to Asia. Well, this we would probably be worth. I, you can get the entire. Uh, I search, search Benjamin Netanyahu Melrose Place on Google and then click videos, and you'll get like a two hour and forty minute video of this hearing. This is just a clip that this Hadi Nasrallah picked yeah, up because cool. it was very choice cut. But like, there's probably other shit in there that's pretty interesting. Let's uh, yeah, but this yeah. Let's take our break here. In an hour 20, yep. 25 minutes. So uh, what are we gonna do in the second hour? I forgot. We had something else. I mean, are we just gonna do? Are we just gonna do the peanut gallery on this Kanye video? There is. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we we could do a little trial Kanye video too. Because uh, Kanye, we do niggers. We'll do the second hour is nigger hour. It's we'll just gonna be nigger hour. All right, some Kanye stuff, some legitimately hilarious Kanye stuff, and then we can do Daryl. Get Williams your get your Odyssey tips in. Get in on the uh, on the sec on the nigger hour hour two. Uh, we'll be back. You are listening. To the Daily Show up. As racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna 